to episode three of the Social Distance Diaries. I'm your host, Mr. Vargas. As a teacher, I've been plenty busy sheltering in place during the past month or so. I've been figuring out how to take a lot of the lessons that I taught in my classroom and switch them over to an online format, grading, keeping up with questions and emails, and taking any time I can to get outside and run, at a safe distance, of course. But I've also found myself with a lot of spare time that I might have spent going out with friends or seeing family. Now, if this was 20 years ago, I might be struggling to find things to do. But luckily, in the year 2020, there are all sorts of things available on streaming to watch, including plenty of movies on Disney+. Seeing as how it was originally supposed to be the AR reward movie, I decided that I'd watch Onward, as I've always been a fan of Pixar movies, and because of the COVID-19 pandemic, this particular movie was available to stream far earlier than it otherwise would have been. Seeing as how Mr. Trade had also recently seen it, I figured I'd call him up for a discussion about what we liked, what we didn't like, and whether or not a pair of pants filled with stuffing that was wearing a pair of sunglasses was a reference to the movie Weekend at Bernie's. Please enjoy. I am here with Mr. Trade. How are you doing, Mr. Trade? I'm doing well. So uh, we're talking a little bit about the movie Onward, which I know you and I have both had an opportunity to see because of uh, quarantine stuff, trying to look for things to do. So let me ask you first, Mr. Trait, um, are you a Pixar fan? What's your what's your familiarity with Pixar? Are you a guy who, like, if there's a Pixar movie, you go out, you have to see it immediately? Have you seen some of them? How are you with Pixar? I am, yeah. I'm on the I'm on the Pixar train, man. They're they're, you know, they're just incredible movies, both visually and and storytelling wise, character wise. Uh, yeah, if, if there's a Pixar movie that's out, I'm uh, me and the fam are hopping on it. For okay, sure. very cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. You know, I think I saw most of them. I think when they were they, I feel like they've released a lot more of them as of late. Though, am I am I wrong on that? I feel like they've. They used to do like one a year. Now they're doing like maybe two yeah. or three a year. So I, I don't see as many as I used to. But I, I've, I've seen, I'll say maybe half to three-fourths of them. I think that's about how, how many I've seen. So out of the, I think there's yeah. 22 or something that's come out. So so what's your... I feel like they're popping them out pretty quickly for sure, you know. Um, and, you know, you would imagine even more so with, uh, you know, all the, the Disney parks being closed and stuff. You know, they need to up their revenue somehow. For sure. So, so what is your? So, before we get into onward, what's your what's your favorite Pixar movie? Oh, good question. Um, I love the Toy Story movies. Okay. Um, those are those are up there for me. Um, just great characters, um, great settings. Um, the stories of them all are really great. Um, I love The Incredibles too. Uh, also, one and two. Okay. Um, so, I think those are probably. Man, there's so many good ones too. Finding, you know, Finding Nemo and Finding Dory are really good too. I don't know, probably one of those three. It's hard to choose. Okay. Yeah. You? I, uh, you know, I gotta say, I say Wally for me is just oh, everything. Everything that Pixar does well, I feel like they do in that movie. Like it's it's too uh, the first. 45 minutes where it's basically no dialogue I just think is really just a master class just a great way of how to tell a story but then there's also a really kind of cool second part to that movie which is 
almost a different movie, but kind of works and they complement each other so well. So I think that's a really, I, I for me, that's my favorite. I, Toy Story movies are great too. I haven't seen four, to be honest. That's on the, the Disney Plus uh, list. So I'll probably see that it's at good. some point pretty soon. Um, I like, and then I like the social commentary in Wally as well, you know, that, you know, human beings have gotten so lazy and so apt to using technology that they just become kind of fat. For sure, yeah, no, that's, and that's that's yeah, kind of a cool environmental message too, which was also kind of holds the movie together. So, so let's get into Onward. So, a little bit about Onward. Yeah. Uh, Onward basically takes place in a future, not a future, but in a in a setting where magic was a thing, but it's no longer a thing. I think technology was easier to use than magic. So you've got. And they kind of use that a lot in some of the little jokes that they use where they talk about just, you know, basically you've got like trolls and people using cell phones and and elves using cell phones and stuff like that and technology and everything else. So that's kind of the that's the general general idea and kind of the plot. You've got these two brothers in our story. We've got Ian and Barley and their dad has passed away. He passed away from a what was it just kind of like an illness? I don't know if they ever get more specific with I don't that, think right? So either, yeah. Essentially, in some kind of, he was in the hospital for an extended period of time. Um, you know, and and if we, I don't, I don't know if you want to explore this now or or kind of continue to summarize. But you know, can we talk for a minute about just the stereotypical like family member death, you know, parental death that pretty much every Disney movie. Um, almost has of some sort. I mean, kind of going into the movie, I almost expected that that was going to be the case right, before yeah. I even watched it. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's yeah, I, I think like every, not every Disney movie, but a lot of them begin with a death yeah. for sure. And so, but this this one's kind of interesting though because, and not, not to give too much away, but basically there's a, a spell that one of the brothers manages to cast, uh, Tom Holland. So who plays Ian, he's kind of the he just turned 16 years old at the beginning. He kind of casts a spell, but it doesn't quite work. And so you've got basically half of his dad and they're trying to get the other half back and they can only bring him back for a day. Uh, Chris Pratt plays Barley. I think for me, I don't know, man, like Chris Pratt as Barley. I just basically he's just playing Andy Dwyer, which is cool uh, from (laughs) Parks and Recreation. I just think like he's he's so good at playing that type of just big well-meaning doofus that i think it's um it's cool to see him back in that role he he does a lot of he's, he's a very good actor he does a lot of great things but i think just seeing him as that and then you've got tom holland tom holland didn't work as well for me i thought he was okay in this movie yeah. um i think i like him a little bit better as you know the other big thing that he's done is spider-man i think i liked him a little mm-hmm. bit better as spider-man just because he is just kind of plays more of a he plays that sense of wonder as Spider-Man really well. I didn't see that as much in this movie. I thought most of the cast was pretty good. I was I know what you thought about. Uh, I didn't even know until I kind of looked it up later or a little bit into the movie. So Julia Louis Dreyfus plays Laurel Whitefoot, yeah. who's her mom. I don't know. I just I thought she was kind of missed cast i don't know like i don't see her as kind of like a frumpy mom which is kind of what she was playing it's just kind of a kind of a weird i mean she does a good job with it but it was just kind of like a weird a weird casting for me yeah it was either miscast or not given her the opportunity to kind of spread her wings so to speak in the role i mean you know without giving anything away you know towards the end of the movie you know she gets 
kind of her own little time to shine, um, you know, in, in various little parts in the movie. But as a whole, like, I feel like she could have had a lot more opportunity given to her or possibly cast in a different role. Yeah. Right, yeah, no, I, I kind of agree. Yeah, she, she gets a little bit more to do at the end, but but not a ton. But I... So, so let me just so let me just ask you, uh, Mr. Ray, what what did you think of the movie? Did you did you like it? Not like it? Um, what did you think overall? I did. I liked it. You know, it, it, the idea of you know a world that you know used to be filled with magic and unicorns and fairies. You know, that's been a topic of a lot of movies. But then I liked how they kind of took that and made it transformed, as you said, by technology into like a general suburbia. Right, and you've got dragons who once roamed the earth and were feared creatures are now pets. And you've got like this thousand year old manticore who was, you know, to, again, once this feared beast that's now running like a medieval times kind of restaurant. So, you, you know, know, I, you know what I put down in really my notes? Cool. I put down Manticore's Tavern is like a Shakey's Pizza, is what I put down when I was, when I was watching <laughs> it. But that, they kind of, which is, which is kind of a funny thing. Yeah, it was, um, Turning it into like almost yeah like a round maybe round tables more appropriate because we're talking about knights and stuff but yeah I put it was like a shady yeah. speed that that for me was pretty funny too so um, yeah I liked it though I mean I, you know looking into it a little bit more um, you know in kind of preparation for this I, you know I, I like the concept of the journey that you know a lot of these kind of movies bring a quest right. Um, in this case, to, to find the Phoenix gem and, you know, the, the different transformations that the, uh, a lot of the characters go through, I think, um, is, is important and, uh, and necessary to the story and, and really good the way they handled it. So I, I liked it overall. Um, you know, I, were there parts that could have been better? Sure. But, you know, I, I, I would rank it as my favorite Pixar movie, but it was definitely worth watching. For sure. Yeah, I, I think it's a middle of the pack movie for me I, I certainly didn't you know I haven't seen I know there are some Pixar movies like that are not great I don't, I don't think I like I've heard you know the second car movie isn't very good I never saw that one yeah the, it wasn't there's a couple other ones like that I think this this is good I you know what I, I did enjoy and I know you're somebody who uh, you have a brother older or younger brother Mr. Trey a younger brother. Okay, yeah, so I, I don't know what you I don't know what you thought about that, but I I kind of connected with that part of the story. I have a brother who is uh, who is younger, and so I kind of connected with the brothers on this journey. Also, um, my father has passed away. I know your father is still alive, but um, yeah. But you know, just just the quest of, and I certainly basically one of the things in this in this movie is them trying to spend one more day with their dad, and so that's something that kind of resonated with me pretty well where it's just like you know if i you know i my dad passed away 12 years ago to be able to kind of like spend one more day with him and just kind of fill him in on all the stuff that's happened in my life is a really cool thing um i, I think that was my favorite part yeah. so some of the some of the other stuff didn't work as well i know the the julie louis drivers thing i talked about i think she was a little bit miscast um i just felt like yeah. some of the it, it was a little bit slower in parts i think once they kind of meet the manticore it kind of picks up a little bit more, I, um, yeah. which was kind of cool. Um, I thought, yeah, and I, I thought the ending was was actually pretty well done. There's enough, there's enough stuff in there that I think makes it worth watching. But yeah, I, I think you're right. I don't think it's my my favorite Pixar movie. I think um, other Pixar movies do some of the things this movie does a little bit better. Is is what I would probably yeah. say. So, uh, but yeah. I like I like the concept of of you know trying to walk in you know 
parents' footsteps or, like you said, trying to find, you know, just one more moment or one more day or even part of the day to, to try to connect with people that we've lost. Um, I read, actually, that the director of the movie um, was inspired by the death of his own father when he okay. was, like, barely a year old and his brother was a little bit older and had a few memories. And so that's kind of what inspired, you know, that, that premise of the story. Okay. Um, yeah, that's right. Go I mean, you know what I, go ahead. Yeah, it certainly makes sense. Yeah. That they would have that. Um, it does seem like a very personal story for sure. Yeah. You know what I, I like, I, I, I couldn't help but thinking this, and this might go over the heads of some of our listeners, but the dad, you know, a partial dad, you know, just from the, the waist down, uh, you know, and them throwing a jacket and a hat on him and stuff, and the way he kind of flopped around. Do you get a weekend at Bernie's vibe? I got weekend at Bernie's vibe. I totally got that too. Yeah. So weekend at Bernie's is a movie about how I haven't seen it in a long time, but basically they're just trying to make like a dead guy. They're just kind of making him look alive, so they kind of dress him up. But yeah, no, I, I did get I did get weekend at Bernie's vibes for sure. Man. So especially when they were dancing. And, yep. uh, you know having that moment together it was yeah exactly yeah different movie but kind of the same kind of the same vibes for sure so let me so as a final question i feel like we do have to we have to talk about this because it is kind of relevant for right now this is one of those movies i know i mean one of the reasons why i was kind of curious about this movie is because it was going to be our ar movie but obviously kids weren't able to go because of the the covid 19 stuff and they had kind of closed down movie theaters and things like that um how do you think, because I, I feel like the majority of people are going to see this on Disney Plus or, you know, purchasing it or whatever. Uh, do, you think yeah. your, do you think your experience would have been any different seeing it at an actual theater or, or no? Do you think you probably would have gotten about the same experience as you got at home? I think there's a certain power that uh, and, and, you know, awe and wonder that, that come from seeing a movie in a venue like that as opposed to on your couch. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love, you know, curling up on the couch with the family and, and watching a movie together. But, you know, there's, there's something about the experience, and that's what we pay for, right, of, of seeing a movie in the theater with all the surround sound and the giant screen and the audience with you. And uh, there's, there's a power to that, I think. Right. So, so you said you probably would have gotten a little bit more out of it. Have you actually seen it at a theater as opposed to seeing it on not, – not that you didn't enjoy it. You definitely enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed it yeah. too. But yeah, I, I think yeah, – you're probably right. It probably would have been a little bit – there was definitely times and I think that's the one thing too when you're sitting at home watching a movie. It's like you're, you know, you're, you're checking your phone maybe more than you should be doing and probably wouldn't yeah. be doing that in a theater, stuff like that. So, so uh, I, I think our, our recommendation is you know what? It's uh, it's probably free if you have Disney Plus anyway, and um, yep. and you're not going anywhere because you're social distancing. So uh, go ahead and give it a go. You know, if nothing else, you get to see Chris Pratt be goofy Chris Chris Pratt, and there's nothing better than just seeing Chris Pratt be a big doofus, which is what he does very very well. <laughs> so there you and go. It, you know, tugs at your heartstrings. It's a feel good you know movie that you know that uh, I, you know, I think we all we all need right now too oh yeah no i i think so too and it's got i think it's got just the right amount of um just the right amount of kind of goofiness but also yeah some uh definitely kind of pokes at the pokes at the heartstrings tugs at the heartstrings you're right and um yeah i think it's it's a good combination of that so i would say yeah good good pixar movie not not the best yep. but def definitely worth seeing for sure well absolutely i agree 
Mr. Trey, thank you so much for joining me on our review today. And um, thanks for having me. What what other recommendations would you make uh, since we're, we're talking about stuff to watch while people are social distancing? Anything else that you've seen recently that you want to kind of you want to kind of plug here? Yeah, we uh, you know I mean continuing on the kind of family movie kick. Um, we just watched Trolls World Tour, okay. um, which for for fans of music, um, you know, which is pretty much everybody. Uh, it's a great movie. My son loved it. Um, we really enjoyed it. I like the first Trolls movie a lot, but this one uh, was really great because it spanned a ton of different types of music as different worlds within the Trolls world. Um, so it has a little something for everybody. Um, you know, great music, uh, great story. So I would say probably that one, Trolls World Tour. Trolls World Tour. Is that, and where can people find that one? It just came out, you know, they skipped the whole theater, theatrical release because of everything. Right, right. So right now it's just available to rent on, you know, various on-demand places. Um, it's a little bit expensive to rent, but it kind of, the cost is the same as if you would be actually going to a, a theater to see it. I think that's why they charge so much for it. But right, it's definitely like, worth it, in my opinion. Okay, cool. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Trolls too. All right. Check that one out, Mr. Trey's recommendation. Well, Mr. Trey, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, Take care, stay healthy, and uh, hopefully I'll get to see you in person soon. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. All right. Take it easy, Mr. Trey. All right. Bye. A big thank you to Mr. Trey for taking some time to discuss his thoughts on Onward today. The song you've been hearing is Buzzy Minuets from the album Odyssey by the prolific Poddington Bear. Until we meet again, stay safe, wash your hands, and go watch Wally.